Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to GEMS Podcast. I am your host and founder, Miss Genesis Amaris Kemp, and with me today is Jaden Ray. And here is a bit about Jaden. She is the founder of Steamy Kitchen, a site dedicated to mindful living and food-based wellness. She has authored two best-selling cookbooks and is currently writing a book on microdosing, psychedelics, sorry. Her 17-year-old site receives 8 million page views from over 500,000 unique visitors each month. She's also a regular contributor on the list and daytime television shows. Wow, that's impressive. So without further ado, we're going to learn about microdosing. What is it? How can you benefit from it? And all of that good stuff with Jade and Ray here on GEMS Podcast. Oh, I'm so excited to share information with you and your audience. Thank you so much for taking the time to, you know, just chat with me today. My pleasure, Jaden. So before we dive into our segment, I definitely want you to share a fun and interesting fact about yourself as a way of an icebreaker. Oh my gosh, fun and interesting facts. Well, I have so many interesting facts. You know, this year I am going to be turning 50 in August. And so I feel like I've lived, you know, 50 years. That's a long time. And I feel like I also have another 50 years to go. So I'm really excited about, you know, all the lessons that I've learned um, and, and taking all the lessons that I've learned and all the, you know, the, the heartaches as well and, and, and making my next 50 years, the next half of my life really amazing. Um, so back to your question. Interesting fact. I actually am my uh, zone of genius. Have you ever read this book called The Big Leap? I have not. Okay. So it is one of the best books I've ever, ever, ever read. Uh, I highly suggest that you pick, the cup, uh, pick up a copy and to your audience as well, because it helps you discover what your zone of genius is. So everyone knows what their zone of competency is, which is something that you're just naturally good at. Like I'm good in the kitchen and I'm good at television and I'm good at, you know, writing and I'm good at, you know, being, uh, I'm, I'm somewhat good at, at, at gardening a little bit, but really what is your zone of genius? Like, what is that one thing that not only are you good at, but people just say like, oh my gosh, that was absolutely amazing. So my zone of genius is taking something incredibly complicated. In this case, it's microdosing and psychedelics and breaking it down and getting people excited about, you know, oh my gosh, this is accessible. I can do this, you know, and bringing that energy in. So that's my zone of genius is adding excitement to anything. It could be some, you know, something so mundane as, uh, you know, chemistry, but, you know, uh, making it so exciting and bringing just new energy into it. So that's what my zone of genius is. That is super cool. So the fun part is we're both Leo. So when is your birthday? Oh my gosh. The beginning of August, the first week of August. I'm excited. Uh, yeah. August, I'm a Leo, you know, I'm very much of a Leo in, in some ways in the business sense where I like, I take charge, you know, I, you know, if I want something, I'm going to go get it. (laughs) That's me as the businesswoman. But, you know, on the other hand, as a mother, it requires a Leo mom's really intense, right? And I know you're, you're, you're pregnant now, but you'll understand, is this going to be your first child? It is. 
Oh my gosh, congratulations. And you'll understand like being a Leo mom, you're very protective and you're, you know, as a Leo personality, you've got to put, sometimes it serves you really well. And then sometimes you got to put that Leoness just aside a little bit and, and bring out some of the other qualities that are just a little more softer. So, you know, personally in my relationship with my boyfriend, or if I'm a mom to my kids, you know, that Leo side of me just kind of, I have to tuck it away a little bit because it can be really intense. Oh yeah. My husband told me that. <laughs> He's like, really? Yeah. So like, you, your husband knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. He, sometimes I could be a bit much, but I like what I like and I like things to be done in an orderly fashion and et cetera. Right. But it could also be because I've always worked in male dominated fields. Mm-hmm. So my background's actually oil and gas. So it is definitely male dominated for sure. And you definitely have to hold your own as well as have tough skin when you're in that industry. Yeah. And the, the secret being a female is, is it's like martial artists, you know, the best boxers and the best martial artists are not the ones that use brute force, right? It's not about brute force. It's about like being like a bamboo where you're fluid and you're strong as heck but you're also, you can yield and you can bend in the wind and you can adjust to situations. That's what makes women so special. And I bet you that's where you get your powerful power from. It's not just being a brute force, but being that yielding strong bamboo base. Yes. Uh, Up until, you know, someone pisses you off and then, you know, that Leo side comes out and that inner lion just roars. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I wanted to, um, I wanted to make a shirt that says, don't mess with my vibe. <laughs> I think I'm going to make that, you know, don't, don't mess with my vibe, but actually that the word mess would be replaced with a, you know, a, a bad word. <laughs> Let's dive into micro dosing. So first of all, yes. I want you to share with the audience, what exactly is micro dosing? Okay, so microdosing is the practice of taking a very small amount of psychedelic or, or medicine. It doesn't even have to be a psychedelic, but in my in my case, it's magic mushrooms. So taking a very small, minute dose of that, it's called subperceptual, meaning that it's be, it, it, you don't really feel it. Like you don't take it, and then you're like, oh, I'm on, I'm going through a trip, or I feel, you know, I feel like I'm uh, I'm I'm on mushrooms. That's not what it's about. What subperceptual microdosing is a little tiny fraction of a dose that if you do feel it, you take too much. And it's really, uh, you know, I'll, I'll say it like this. Um, a few years ago, John Hopkins did a study and they found that this is John Hopkins. Okay. It's not just some backyard scientist, right? John Hopkins did a study and they found that psilocybin, which is magic mushrooms, microdosed like that in a fraction of a dose is so much more effective, like four times more effective than SSRIs for battling depression and anxiety. And so there's science behind this. And there's, there's so much research that is just now coming up because you know, psilocybin, magic mushrooms were uh, lumped into dangerous drugs, right? Back when, um, you know, Nixon was president and he wanted the, the war on drugs and, and, you know, Reagan as well. Um, and it's unfortunate because a lot of these psychedelics are really medicine. And I feel like, you know, if I can go up to the forest, forage for a mushroom, pick it, that shouldn't be illegal. Okay, now let's talk about some myths around the 
psychedelics and the magic mushrooms because some people are like oh what's the difference between mushrooms and weed and whatnot it just you know I just take a little bit and get a little high and get that little buzz but then whenever you don't know how to properly consume it can it be more harmful and detrimental to you well like like anything anything misused is very harmful so it's it's your intention and it's also you know doing your research and your practice uh you know when i first started looking into um, uh, microdosing i i I had tried every single antidepressant that i was prescribed like every one of them that you see on the news or you know you go to your doctor's office see pamphlets around i've tried all of them and none of them worked for me because the side effects were worse than the depression or anxiety itself so you know i started looking for different ways to find um to treat my myself that was more natural and that's how i came across psychedelics and uh you know with on netflix there's fantastic fungi if you haven't seen that is a beautiful beautiful documentary just beautifully shot um hulu had nine perfect strangers that talked about uh microdosing and magic mushrooms and and newsweek had on the front cover of the magazine last year late last year so it's becoming more and more in the mainstream and there's not you know there's a lot of researchers coming out now um you know in terms of like the myths surrounding microdosing do you trip no that's called tripping. If you want to do a big dose and you want to, you know, go and have a nice trip and a nice journey, yes, you can. But, you know, the practice of microdosing is not about that. The practice of microdosing is using medicine, using it as medicine and uh, making sure that, you know, this supports you and your body and not necessarily like you're, you know, you're tripping out or anything. It looks kind of like cannabis. You can microdose on cannabis to aid you to sleep at night with an, like a, with an edible. This is what I do. I microdose with um, cannabis at night. Uh, or you can smoke a whole joint and get stoned out of your mind. So it's really your intention. Wow. And thank you for sharing that, Jaden, because it's always good to ask these questions. That way we're learning about it, because if you never hear about this, then you may never know how this could be an alternative medicine versus, you know, the pharma, the pharmaceutical companies pushing so many pills on you. And before you know it, you're taking one pill, that pill gives you a side effect, then you're taking another pill to help you with that side effect. Then you're going through the little band-aids, like band-aid after band-aid, but not really getting to the root cause. So you fell into microdosing whenever you were looking for something to help with um, your anxiety and depression, right? Yes. And in fact, you know, I love your podcast because there was one guest, um, I think it was Lucy. I'm not, I don't remember which podcast it was, but she said something about rebooting your operating system. Like, uh, you know, if you have Lucy, okay, then it was. Uh, And so it's, you know, you're, I was looking for something to reboot my operating system and I found microdosing to be the best tool ever. And, you know, I always say like people love to learn in metaphors. So I'm going to give you a metaphor on what microdosing has done for me. Microdosing is like if you were on top of, you like to ski and you're on top of a ski mountain and, um, you have your favorite path. You can carve your favorite path. You see the tracks and you, it's like, okay, I know how to do this. And you can also see other people's track. I'm like, oh, you know, like uh, I, I'm falling into this, in, in this track. Well, what microdosing does is it's like fresh snow, no tracks, and you can carve your own way. You can make your own way from scratch without having, you know, uh, you don't have to follow the same tracks that you've done every single day you can carve a new path. So, you know, for me, it was just that groundedness that gave me the strength and just the space 
I, I would say like grace and space. It's given me the grace and space to reboot my operating system and create my own path without having to worry about what I've done in the past. And that's beautiful because it's like every day you're hitting that reset button. You're not feeling sluggish. You're gaining a new perspective, a new vantage point, and then you're carving your own way. And I love how you shared the metaphor about, you know, the skis, because that's, we were talking about it. I was visualizing it and I was like, oh yeah, I remember Colorado <laughs> when we were trying to ski and I am not a skier. And I was like, one and done. And I was like, maybe I'll try snowboarding um, eventually. <laughs> So when you um, think about microdosing and these magic mushrooms, can you cook with these magic mushrooms or no? Yes, you can if you wanted to. Um, I prefer because I'm microdosing and I'm taking such a small amount, like it's it's really like uh, maybe like a tenth of a normal dose if mm -hmm. you're tripping or a one twentieth. It just depends on your, you know, your tolerance and what fits your body because everyone's going to be different. Um, you can cook with mushrooms. Um, I, I like to think of it as medicine. Okay. And so it goes into, I grind it in a coffee grinder and I put it into an empty gelatin capsule so that it's, you know, it's kind of like a vitamin for me. It's a medicine for me, but I've also like I, at home on the countertop, I, I made some mushroom pasta, fresh handmade pasta. And I sprinkled some mushroom powder on it and I had to label it really, really clear so that I knew like, okay, this is plain pasta and this is magical pasta <laughs> so you don't get them mixed up but you know yes you can cook, absolutely cook with them but in most people will uh, you know use it in a capsule especially with microdosing okay so does it come like an actual mushroom and then you have to grind it down do you have like paint me a visual because I've never okay. seen these so these are all these this is so new to me so <laughs> oh my gosh oh I'm so excited okay so it's like imagine uh, a regular mushroom okay fresh and then what what people no normally do to preserve it is to put it in the dehydrator so it's dried so it's a dried mushroom and then you can take that that's how you, you usually find them you can take that and then grind it in a coffee grinder and put that measure it out weigh it put it in capsules as your medicine or you know some people like to just eat like i'll just eat part of a stem today as my microdose because i know exactly how much i i know my dose is and uh so if you are familiar with that then yes but normally when you see them they're all sorts of sizes and um, you know, I would say generally they, you know, they're like this big, maybe some this big, but they're dry, dehydrated, and uh, they taste like you, they taste like mushroom, dried mushrooms. That's all it tastes like. It doesn't like no, it doesn't taste like unicorns and, and rainbows, you know, <laughs> but you know, it, it does taste like mushrooms. I don't care for the taste of them personally, which is why I put them in capsules. Mm -hmm. So you could just swallow it um, whole exactly. in one serving. Yeah. And then with the mushrooms, because I know there's so many variations of mushrooms out there. Which ones are used for the micro uh, dosing? Because there's like shiitake mushrooms, there's right. this mushroom. There's well, you know, there's, okay, there's a segment that's called functional mushrooms. Okay. There's a segment called gourmet mushrooms. And then there's a segment that's psychedelic mushrooms. So let's talk about uh, gourmet mushrooms first. So those are the shiitakes, the button mushrooms, things that you eat and it tastes delicious into a dish. And then there are functional mushrooms, which are also edible, like uh, lion's mane. Have you ever seen the lion's mane mushroom? No, I haven't. What does it look like? like oh the lion's God, it's so amazing. It's like a lion's cascading mane. And it's uh, generally they're white or golden. And it's just so beautiful. But that mushroom is very beneficial to your brain. 
and for your cognitive ability. So people that are going through um, Alzheimer's or, you know, uh, if you want to like, I, I'm entering in a phase where I keep forgetting things now, right? Uh, my life and, and, you know, taking lion's mane mushrooms or uh, supplements will help you with your, with your brain. And then there are some mushrooms that are good for your blood pressure. And so those are called functional mushrooms. Not all of them are edible. You can make teas with them. You can make tinctures with them, but they're legal and they're functional and they provide a purpose. And then the category that, you know, I also love is a psychedelic mushroom, which is, uh, you got to be careful because not all mushrooms are edible, right? You got to make sure there are specific that like you do your research and like this is a psychedelic mushroom that is also safe for consumption. Uh, and those mushrooms that are provide you with, you know, psychedelic experience or if you microdose a medicinal benefit. And thank you for walking through the three different categories of mushrooms because I'm actually learning a lot about mushrooms and right. it's bringing the education to this platform. We're here to there educate. You go. <laughs> so psychedelics, as you keep talking about these psychedelic mushrooms, I don't know why this movie just keeps popping up in my head, but there's this movie with Snoop Dogg. It's called Soul Plane. And so Godfrey is in the movie too. So Godfrey is an African guy and he's like the co-pilot. And then he's like, oh no, oh no, don't eat those mushrooms. So then Snoop Dogg just starts eating these mushrooms and then he was so high, y'all. And then he and then he was like, oh my gosh. And he's on like, you know, the microphone when they're giving the safety uh, briefing. He's like, dang, we're 30,000 30, feet. I'm afraid of heights. And like the passengers are just hearing it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, the mushrooms made him that high. And it's like, it's comical. But then it's like, whenever you think about these psychedelic mushrooms, things like this do exist. But if people never, you know, take the time to really understand like, okay, what are the benefits of this mushrooms? What are the extremes of it? Then you could have that high effect where you're in your case called tripping. <laughs> Right. An unexpected effect. And you never want to be in an unexpected situation. It's kind of like, you know, if you've ever done, not done psychedelics before, it's like someone spiking your drink and you didn't know it. And all of a sudden, and they, they taste delicious. Uh, you, you, you don't expect it. And it's a shock. And it's actually a negative experience, right? So, you know, your intention is so incredibly important when you whether you microdose or go on a, you know, on a journey with, with psychedelics, either way, your, your intentions are incredibly important. So whenever you think about how far you've, you've came on your journey and the benefits that you've seen by using the psychedelic mushrooms, Jaden, what led you to um, getting ready to write your book on this topic? Mm, well, when I started microdosing, I would just keep track of how I was feeling, whether something was working or not on little post-it notes. And then of course, those post-it notes would get lost. <laughs> you know, I would stick them everywhere. I'm like, oh, I need to make sense of this because I'm tracking my progress and I'm measuring whether or not something works or not. Uh, and doing it on post-it notes is not working, <laughs> you know? And, uh, you know, I wanted to create, I started designing my own um, piece of paper that I would just write a my journal, my daily journal. Like this is what time I took my uh, my microdose. Uh, this is when I, uh, this is something bad that happened in the afternoon, but I very quickly turned it around and I was able to, you know, thrive in the situation. And I wanted those notes and I wanted to know how, how 
was how well I was sleeping. I wanted to know how happy I was. I wanted to know, you know, you know, not every day is going to be amazing. You know, that's not never going to happen. But the things that are unexpected and, you know, maybe negative that happened, how quickly can I flip it? That's what I'm tracking. So, uh, you know, when I created created this whole worksheet for myself I'm like I could turn this into a book because I want to help other people so many of my friends are like I want to microdose I want to do this but how do I see if it's working on so that's why I'm writing this book it's for all the people that are brand new to microdosing they don't know what they're doing and they want a way to a systematized way to track it so that you can adjust so is it more like a workbook or is it like a book well, it's both. It's really a daily journal and a workbook. In fact, the front cover, I want this to be sort of a workbook that you work out of and your journal on the front cover of this book. My name's not on it. And my name's only on the spine and maybe on the back cover because I want this to be your journey, not my journey, your journey. Who cares who the author is, right? This is just a tool I created. Um, so we're launching this on uh, soft launch on May 1st as a pre-order. I'm so excited because my team and I work so hard in compiling stories of people who microdose so that you can learn from other people's journey as well. Mm, so, and congratulations, because it's Thank right you. around the corner. I know. Um, this is just such an interesting topic. So whenever you think about microdosing as a whole, okay, let's talk about the aspects. So where do you go get the mushrooms? Mm. Do you go to like a dispensary? Do you go to the grocery store? Or where do you get your um, well, magic yeah. mushrooms? First of all, it's illegal. So it's not like I'm not advocating go, go, you know, go find magic mushrooms and do this illegally because this is completely illegal. Okay. But I do want my, my uh, outcome for this conversation is for you to do your research. There is so much research and all you have to do is type in um, magic mushroom research, magic mushroom clinical trials and psilocybin is the word for, you know, if you want to do some, some um, research online for that, but there is so much information, even on YouTube. Uh, if you're in Canada, you can, they're starting to open up mushroom dispensaries because it's uh, decriminalized in Canada. But here in the United States right now, there's only little pocketful, little pockets of communities where, you know, that's decriminalized, like in Oakland, um, in Oregon, in um, Colorado, I'm in Nevada, it's still illegal. So uh, where to find information? I would start on YouTube. And this is how I started. This is how I learned how to grow mushrooms because you can't just go to a store and buy them, right? You have to either grow them or, you know, um, find them underground. So what I did was I went on YouTube, I typed in, you know, how to grow magic mushrooms. I watched as many videos as I could. And then there was always consistently one person that I just kept coming back to again and again and again. And then his name is Willie Maiko. And I decided to join his Patreon, which is, you know, $20 a month. And I'm part of his community now. And so this community, we just help each other. And it's the most beautiful community because everyone's in with a shared vision of like, let's heal ourselves with nature. Let's heal ourselves, take, you know, take the power back into our own hands, our health back into our own hands and get off pharmaceutical medication and, or, and pharmaceutical dangerous drugs that you can become very addicted to, like a lot of the SSRIs out there. And um, you mentioned SSRI. So what exactly does that stand for? Because I always like to put context around it. Okay. So I'm going to have to look up exactly what the SSRI, but they're basically antidepressants. So okay. like the Prozacs. And, uh, you know, think of any antidepressant that, uh, that you've ever 
uh, heard of that belongs in this category of antidepressants. So it's, it's pharmaceutical and it's to manage your anxiety and your depression. But I found that with those type of medication, it's sort of, I was living in a very blunted world. My, my emotions were very blunted. Um, and I was only, you know, I was only able to navigate a very narrow set of emotions. Um, and I just felt like that wasn't, that's not quality of life. That's just blunting feelings versus, you know, really healing. Mm, and thank you for sharing that because when you were sharing it, it kind of sounds like you were going through the blob. Cause like whenever you're taking that, those medications, it's like it's clouding your, your judgment and everything's kind of a little cloudy and it's like, you're losing a sense of who you are. But whenever you started doing microdosing, it's like, you actually feel like happy, like you're cognizant and you, there's so many other benefits. And I like the fact that you mentioned that. Um, so people know that it is illegal, but there are ways that you can grow it. So if you are growing it, like in your case, and someone were to find out about it, like, would you be like, find or anything since it's technically quote unquote illegal, but it's on your property? Yes, it is a legal substance. So it just depends on where you live. There's some states and some cities where they've decriminalized it kind of like cannabis. Cannabis is not federally legal, yeah. but states have their own rules. So you just follow what your own rules of the state are and look up, look up your own rules and see if you're, you know, the, if, um, psilocybin um, mushrooms are are decriminalized in your area but I think it's going to happen pretty fast every day you know I have a news alert set up for um, psilocybin and every day I get more and more articles around uh, new studies being done new research being done funded research being done and that is incredibly important because you know it's just uh, it's so effective and I will say like, there's one question that you, you ask your, your guests that I love this question and it is what um, sparks you, what ignites you and what fuels you. And with, uh, you know, with, I, I wouldn't be able to tell you that a couple of years ago. Like, I don't know what sparks me or ignites me or fuels me, but because I've done so much work on myself with psychedelics and, and uh, mushrooms that, you know, those questions and those answers come very, very fast and very easy. And the reason why is because um, personal experience is I, the, the, the lane that I drive in is very much the present lane. I don't spend a lot of time in the past ruminating and I don't spend a whole lot of time in the future daydreaming. My focus is right here and right now. And when you're so present, it's kind of like a walking that is like meditating, right? When you're so present, you can see so much beauty around you, inside of you, and in whoever you're speaking with. That is beautiful. And I, I do like to ask that question because I also believe it's so important that people take the time to really self-reflect on who they are and where they want to go in life. But then also another thing that I want to challenge you, Jaden, is with the psychedelics and the psilocyma, um, now that you're on this journey, have you thought about partnering with any physicians? Because we do know there are physicians who have the medical marijuana card. So if they're already moving in that area and we see based on the research that is being done, how it's helping people with epilepsies, Alzheimer, cancer patients, and et cetera, why can't we add the psychedelics to that and see the effects in that manner versus you know, putting patients on, you know, these pharmaceutical drugs, which in 
me and my husband's opinion, that is the real war on drugs. Right, exactly. Isn't that funny that that's the war on drugs that we're talking about? I think that's hilarious. Um, there are so many doctors and scientists out there that are currently doing work around therapy. Psychedelic assisted therapy is what they call it. Um, incredible work because a lot of them are, you know, they're there's a risk when you talk about psychedelics, it's illegal. You know, am I going to open myself to the dangers, you know, and I was willing to take that risk. You know, that's why I'm on this podcast with you and being interviewed about something that I do illegally every single day. You know, I joke that, um, like I joke that every day I do an activity that is punishable by 10 years in jail and, and $500,000 fine, you know, and every day I do this and, um, you know, it takes, it takes somebody, a lot of people, that have the courage to say, okay, I know this is illegal, but this is so right. This feels so right to talk about this. It feels so right to encourage people to do their own research. I'm not encouraging people to do psychedelics or do anything illegal, but I want you to do research and yeah. look it up yourself. Yeah. The proof is in the pudding and you, we all have a responsibility to do our due diligence, but if you don't know about a subject matter and you don't know how it can help you and be beneficial, then you're just remaining in that ignorance lane. Whereas whenever you're opening your mind to endless possibilities and thinking beyond, because obviously mushrooms were a place here to eat, consume, and all of that good stuff. So what's the harm of tap, tapping back into nature and allowing nature to fuel your body in a holistic manner? And I'll say like, it's all about authenticity and congruency. Um, you know, when you, when you meet someone, you can see just like, just like you, I can see you, your eyes and I can see your face and I can see your energy that you put out is very congruent with what you stand for. And I, with, you know, with microdosing, that's what it's helped me, uh, that voice in my head, align with the energy in my heart, align with the energy that I put out. That is all very congruent. And that's the biggest benefit I get from, you know, microdosing on mushrooms is it has given me the space to, you know, to align everything. Uh, and uh, be who I want to be, you know, <laughs> you know, be congruent with, with my authentic self. Yes. And, and that's what it's about, Jaden. Like you have to be so sure in yourself that when somebody comes up to you, they're like, oh, Jaden has it figured out. Yeah. Because you're not trying to be like anybody else. You're trying to be Jaden Ray. So on that note, as we begin to wind down, we're going to play a fun um, game, 10 questions with Jen, the host with the most is, are you ready? Let's do it. <laughs> so question one, favorite color. Oh, you know, before I would say black, because I wanted to hide. I lost 100 pounds. I'm sorry. I lost a combined 100 pounds of all the ups and downs that I've been combined is 100 pounds. But I lost the biggest drop that I had was 40 pounds. Oh, wow. And so before it was black, it don't look like it today because I am wearing grays and blacks. <laughs> but my favorite color is yellow, like this color, bright, happy yellow. Except for today, I decided to put black on. <laughs> yellow like the sun yes <laughs> so two dream car oh i'm driving it. it's a jeep wrangler uh it's, it's a hybrid so because i hate getting gas but i also hate the thought of i only have uh 50 miles left on this charge where can i plug in like you know that you know when your iphone's at 20 percent, you're like where can i plug in i get the same thing with my car so having a hybrid is oh my god the best 
Amazing. Three, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Oh, I love that question. Um, my superpower that I would love to have, actually, and I am honing it, is being able to be just um, someone that anyone can say anything to and not be afraid because I don't judge. Um, and, you know, hold that beautiful grace and space for other people. I like that. So heart center and helping others. So servant leadership plus heart centeredness. Four, if you could go anywhere in the world and money was no object, where would it be? Mm, it'd be Southeast Asia because I have never been to Vietnam. I've never been to Thailand, but oh my gosh, to eat my way through Vietnam. That's my dream. All I want to do is just eat. So <laughs> that's what I would love to do. You're making me hungry. Now you're making me want some pho and some Vietnamese egg rolls. Right, exactly. <laughs> Five, favorite movie? Oh, Princess Bride. <laughs> oh gosh, I love that movie. It's just funny, funny, funny. And uh, yeah, that's, you know, there's so many lines from that, from that movie. What's your favorite movie? Oh, I have a lot of them. I'm like a movie buff. So are you? I definitely like Made in Manhattan. I'm a J-Lo fan. Yeah. I like Monster-in-Law. Um, I love comedies. We would go on and on forever. And I'm the type of person when I watch the movies, like I could quote the lines in the movie. Oh, I love it. You know what movie that I haven't seen in a long time, but it was my favorite movie in uh, right after high school is Harold and Maude. Have you ever seen that movie? Mm-mm. No, it's I have not. a beautiful movie. Yeah, look it up. It's it's an old movie, but, you know, shot in maybe like late 70s, but it's amazing. I love this movie, Harold and Maude. I have to look that up. Because <laughs> the only thing Harold that came in my head was like Harold and Kumar. Oh, yeah, no, completely opposite. It's a beautiful, beautiful coming of age movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we're on six, right? I think I lost yep. track. Six. Ooh, so this is a good question. If you were just jamming out to the beat, what would you be listening to? Mm, right now, my favorite is War on Drugs. Speaking of War on Drugs, it's so it's so funny that this is a theme, right? Uh, so it's a it's a it's a group called War on Drugs, and it, he's got a slant of Bob Dylan in his in his singing voice, but just beautiful music, and it's great to clean the house with, uh, great to relax with, and wind the day down with great energy music. Seven favorite food. There's so many, but you know, if I had just big one, <laughs> you know, this is, food is my love language. Um, it's definitely just rice. You know, that's the basis of the Chinese cuisine. That's what I grew up with. Every day we would always have rice. And, uh, you know, it's something so simple, white rice, just steamed plain white rice, no seasoning, no, but nothing, just steamed plain rice. That is actually my favorite because it's just so simple. And in fact, i my tattoo, simple pleasures deeply felt. This is my life motto. This is what I live by. And something so simple and so plain like rice, I take deep pleasure in. And you know, the rice that Chinese and Asian people eat are, is totally different because there's the jasmine rice, which tastes so good. Then there's the basmati rice. So I was like, whenever you said rice, I'm like, there has to be a specific 
rice because mm. not all the rice tastes the same. Like when I go to right. a Chinese restaurant, it tastes different than the rice at the Vietnamese place. Oh, for sure. I love jasmine rice because I love that fragrance and the jasmine, it's called jasmine rice because they also grow jasmine in the same field. So it influences that varietal and it's just a fragrance of it. I don't think they do that practice anymore, but in the beginning, way back in the day, they would, that's how it became scented. Um, but you know, a jasmine rice is my favorite. Awesome. Eight. Are you a tea or coffee drinker or neither? Well, it depends on what time of the day. <laughs> in the morning, I'm one cup of coffee, sometimes two. It just depends. Uh, in the afternoon, I have my either hot water or tea. I like, even during the summer, I like drinking room temperature or warm water because that's what my body wants. You know, I don't like to shock it so much. Um, and then, you know, just right now I'm drinking hot water because it's nice. just, uh, that's what my body wants. And that also helps with digestion too. Like yes. after you eat, it just makes everything go down good. Mm. So let's think now, let me think what question I want to ask you. Oh, I got to <laughs> ask you this. Are you a Apple or Android oh. user? Oh, for sure. Apple. Apple. Okay. She's for sure. <laughs> Apple. Um, I had my very first computer when I was little is a Vic 20 and we're going back like in the seventies. Okay. Vic 20 was my, my computer. And then I had the first Apple and I've had every single model since then. And it's hard for me to go back to anything, but because I'm just so used to that ecosystem. So if you asked me to reboot my operating system, it wouldn't be choosing Android. It would be choosing a newer version of Apple. <laughs> See, I am split. So I have MacBook, but then Android phone. So I have mm. my ecosystems do not talk. Mm. That's but, interesting. Yeah. And then now we're on 10, right? 10. All right. <laughs> so this is the past or play. So you could either, one, ask me any question you want to know about me, or I can ask you one last question. Before okay, we I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Um, you know, I talked about my life motto, which is simple pleasure is deeply felt. I actually have two life mottos. That's, that's one of them. And the other one is to create magical moments every day. So I would love to hear from you. What, what's your life motto? What's, what's, what sparks you every day? And what do you think about to set the tone and the theme for your day? So I have one quote and then I have like one of my sentiments. So the one quote that helps me resonate is by Babe Ruth that says, never let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game because fear is a mindset that conditions you to remain stagnant and complacent. And then the second one is live every day as if it were your last because tomorrow is not is not promised, but the present is here for you to create those memories. And that just really became very evident whenever I lost my dad unexpectedly in November of 2020. And he was hands down my ride or die, my best friend. And I don't know, my dad and I just had a, such a really good relationship that, you know, my husband said, oh my gosh, like before my dad even passed, if you ever lost your dad, I don't know what you would do. Like I would literally have to be there. And that's what it was like. Cause I was like a walking zombie when my dad, you know, passed, it was just so surreal. Oh, that's and that's beautiful. how the podcast was birthed. 
from, you know, me losing my dad and me wanting to continue his legacy, but also talk about grief in a way that, you know, other people weren't talking about it, except from the cliches of saying, oh, I know how you feel. We live to die or the other sentiments that doesn't really help a person when they're in the vein of grief. Right. Oh, you're doing such beautiful work. And thank you so much for everything that you do, your podcast and all the wonderful guests that you have. Uh, You're helping so many people. Thank you. Now for our call to action segment with Jaden Ray. So Jaden, I want you to share what is your call to action for the listeners and viewers based on the aspects of microdosing and what we heard here today. I have only one, okay? And it's to um, come see me on Instagram. It's Hey Jaden Ray, H E Y J A D E N R A E. So it's Hey Jaden Ray, and that's where I document my microdosing adventures. Uh, you know, I'll connect with me there. I'll answer any questions that you have about microdosing. Um, you know, I also own Steamy Kitchen, so anything food related is steamykitchen.com. But yeah, I've been, I've been doing this for a very long time and um, food blogging for 17 years before food blogging was even a thing. You know, I've been doing this for a very long time. And now I'm so super excited to be able to align with, you know, my, my life calling. I feel like this is, this is what I'm meant to do is to heal people and to help people find their own journey. And there you have it, listeners and viewers of Gems Podcast. You just heard Jade and Ray. We talked about all things microdosing. Make sure you go do your due diligence and research the subject to learn more. And subscribe and share this segment. We are found on 40 plus platforms. You can also follow us on YouTube at Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp for all things video content. We are also looking for people to continue to spread and advance the mission of Gems Podcast, which is to educate, inspire, motivate while connecting the dots and bridging the gap for diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. So we need monetary donations and contributions. And you can find out more about becoming a sponsor by going to genesisamariskemp.net. And you'll also find out that we are ranked in the top 3% globally per www.listennotes.com. So until we chat next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing day and go learn something new. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Amaris Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at gems, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcasts.